cliffcentral.com all she needed was some. 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 Good morning, everybody. All she needed was some. All she needed. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You are chilling with the worst guys. It's a beautiful morning. It's a fantastic morning, baby. At a Clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a 4 5. They mad at me too, I got more five. Why these bitches see you? Go home, rod. Go home, rod. See it's a mirror in my bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is up? What is up, beautiful people? Good morning. Such a blessing to be with you today. Hey, my name is Malcolm Zuli. I'm chilling with the main homie. What is happening international and local? Yo, yo, yo. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's worst Wednesday, baby. <laughs> that means we're doing it in the worst way, but we're doing it for breakfast. It's the best breakfast with the worst guys. You already know. You already know what it is. Welcome, welcome, Malcolm. What's up, my dog? Dog. It's good to be back in uh, the 011, man. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah. You were in Dubs, right? Yeah, I don't even Dubs. know the area code, so I can't <laughs> even say it. Yeah, yeah. You were up in the hills, up in the lollies. Yes. Is there anything exciting that you did that you want to you wanna tell My us about? My God. I, I don't know if people, you know, know about this. Microlight. Microlight. I was flying <laughs> without a... Like a metal structure around me. Yeah, you're being brave now that you're dating a white girl, eh? Let's no, die. dude, dude. Like, yes, it's new experiences in life. Things yeah. that I wouldn't have done as as by myself. Yeah. By so, myself. so how was it going on the micro life, bro? I don't want to lie. That was some inspiring shit. Yeah. I got to see like the coastline of of uh, of Durban. We flew over, dude. I was even like to the pilot. Like I was like. Uh, are you sure he's supposed to be flying over the coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for the 20 minute session, yeah? Yeah, not anymore, but you turn back. You know, I was, yeah. I was amazed seeing yeah. the view, seeing the greenery, the beauty of our fucking country. Dude, and the Durban coastline is actually fantastic. Nah, Durban is the most blessed. underrated place blessed, in this country. Blessed beyond measure. Awesome, bro. man. So did you have to fly it yourself or did you have a guy who Thank was God, doing it no, for you? Thank God, no. I don't think I would have been here right now today to yeah. let you guys with my presence. <laughs> <laughs> if you were flying it yourself. No, not at all. I actually sat behind the pilot, but it was some messed up. Apparently, like, there's certain rules and regulations. Yeah Such as like You can't wear uh, a, a, Like a hoodie or a <laughs> a Sounds hoodie. like America As a black man <laughs> No man yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. that like If the hood flies off It could get caught In the engine Then you're gonna die And you die alone But you yeah. take the pilot with you Because you're the one That gets the fucking motor stuck Ah uh, man So you, you You can't even go On your ace you have to take the other guy down with you. I guess that's what it's like being on a uh, if you if you go skydiving and you get what would you do if you went skydiving and, and the parachute fell? Yeah, and the homie tells you, ah dog. <laughs> I know I told you I'm a pro, but this ain't working, bro. We're going down. Ah, uh, then I, I just know it's my time and two, God is God is taking two for the price of one, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, alright, alright. No, but that's exciting stuff, man. I need to I need to do something like that I'm one telling of these you, days. Man. And I watched a, a movie that was also inspiring, you know. Well I felt so you seem to have you, you and now you seem to feel a different way about the movies that I like, bro. <laughs> Who me? Yes. What, what what do you feel? What movie what movie did you watch that inspired? Why you? him, bro? Like 
I don't know. I just look at it from a different sort of angle. The way people have money out here, people. If you are not awake right now and up on your grind, then you need to wake up, wake, wake up, up, wake up. up. So you're, you're watching rom-coms with the girl. That's what is happening now. Ah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Stand yeah. procedure. All right, all right, cool. Casual Monday. Nah, man, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you back in the studio. And it's good to be with you guys out there on this lovely Wednesday morning, man. It's been such a... Epic, epic holiday. Well, not, not not really holiday for us, in the worst guys, because you know we've been doing the breakfast show while Gareth Cliff has been gone, and yeah, we've really been enjoying chatting to you guys in the morning. We hope we give you guys that love, that energy that you need, whether you're going to work, whether you're still on holiday. Hey, it's getting to that time, man. It's getting to that time where the the groove is starting to come back. Joburg is starting to have that that rhythm again, just a little bit by little bit. What do you think? I don't know if Checkers and Clicks and CNA have already started with back to school. Ah, oh, dude, back they definitely have. <laughs> there's che- there's Checkers, there's Tuffies, all of that is all is all here. Though. Are you a grasshopper or are you a Tuffies fan? Ah, dude, Tuffies, Tuffies, Tuffies are the only one. You know, I felt like such a loser when I couldn't afford Tuffies, my boy. You know when you buy those knockoffs, those oh, knockoffs. I'm like. With a T as well, but it didn't say toughies. Yeah, you see, toughies you can even hit a nice moonwalk with, but I always... you could slide when you were late. You just run, and then at like three doors before your period, you just, just slide. Like, I'm here. Yeah, so those those adverts are going out. If you've got children, get get your stationery for your kids, man. I don't know what what that life is like. For us, it's still waking up. Bringing you that fresh, fresh show in the morning And I hope you're having a blessed time, man We'll be chilling with you until 9am this morning You are with the worst guys on cliffcentral.com That's 24k by Bruno Mars Welcome, welcome, welcome on this breakfast show With the worst guys My name is Mark I'm really keeping you company until 9am this morning We're having a damn good time, that's for sure No matter what no matter what, uh, we're talking a little. You reminded me a lot about our school days where you talk about toughies or or, or grasshoppers, and and what, what were you like in school? Do you, do you care to go through it with us? Me back in high school, yeah. Or are we talking junior school? Because those are two different beings. <laughs> okay, let's go through both. Let's go through both. We've got time. We've got time. Okay, let me start with this. Would the primary school you be happy with the you now? With the primary school, would he be like yo? I don't. I don't think the primary school me would have anticipated to turn out into the me right now. I thought, like honestly speaking, in primary school, I thought I was gonna be like a fucking Albert Einstein, you know, <laughs> creating new laws like Newton and stuff yeah. like that. You know, no apple fell on your head. No, bruh. All that fell on my head was a fucking, you know, an eighth man bouncing me, and then now I'm getting concussed, and then. I'm sure that's the reason why I'm landed up in this position right yeah, now. Yeah, concussions from primary school rugby. Because this is the thing. I think primary school me would look my, would punch me in the dick, to be honest. Would look me in like, you're a fucking asshole, dude. You're a bad man. <laughs> you're a bad man. My mommy always told me to stay away right from, from guys like, like you. you. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I never, I never, when I was in primary school, I was uh, naive. I was never, I was never drinking. I was never smoking. I was never partying. I was that guy, dude. I used to look at people. No, you were never living life. Yeah, like, exactly. Essentially. Then I had my first taste of alcohol. Then I was like, oh. Okay, okay. So this is what the hype is all about. Uh, it was a pretty good hype, except that the first time drinking wasn't a 
very great experience. Yeah, it was yeah. actually in high school. So see, I think that's where the the the, the change happens. Because primary school, I think for the most part, we're all sweet and naive. And then high school comes along, and then you start to see the dangers of real life. Because people that are older than you, the matrix, for example, they they almost going into the grown man life, so they know these things. I think also there's a difference in, in the high school. There's a difference between the day scholar life and the border life. Like the border yeah. life is real. Yeah, the border life is insane, which is why we lived when we were uh, at school. And I quite I quite liked being a border. Yeah. Um, it was just the thing of being at an all boys school is a bit of a hack, my boy. Well, if you don't know how to if you don't know how to manipulate the system, <laughs> did you know how to manipulate the yeah. system? Ah, those guys. You just have to be a goody goody two shoes. All the way up until, you know, grade 11 voting systems. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, you get voted into power. Once you're yes. in a position of power. power. You know, just like Tony Montana said, first you get a money, then you get a power. Then you get a power, then you get a patience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I thought about that. I, I, cool. So you were, you were more of a, of a good two shoes in high school as well. Cause I feel like, as you were deputy head boy, right? That, 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 that takes some, you know, Obama swag. Yeah. You're going to have some president uh, and, uh, we're, we shall not have, uh, uh ladies visiting our, our, our residences after, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, however, uh, we will have sleepovers where four locations <laughs> may take place in the hostel. Uh, showering can be done after hours. <laughs> Uh, during meals. That's your policy. <laughs> That's your policy. I remember, I remember <laughs> the ex, my ex, right? Uh, at that time. Like, cause the, the thing is, right? She had to shower. Obviously, she had to shower. Cause she was getting dirty. Oh yeah, she was getting dirty. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. So now I had to make a plan, you know? So when all of the boarders went for breakfast, oh. alright? I went to my phone and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message her to go shower. As soon as, you know, the housemaster was saying grace. Yeah. So, as he said, let's bow our heads. Yeah. I already had the message t- typed up and then I just pressed sent. Dude, yeah. high school was a crazy time for me because that time I was still a Bible basher. A heavy Bible basher. I only, I only started to, to, to become a bad man really in like grade, grade 11, grade 10, 11. That's when I started jumping the fence, bunking out. Sorry, headmaster Mr. Thomas to expose myself. No, there's no, happening. nothing to be sorry about. <laughs> Even he, I'm sure he did it in his yeah, prime. And it was much did. easier. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it, the strain on drinking in high school is actually a bit intense because I remember getting busted, right? Yeah. And I got 50 hours. Of my life, service. community service, taken away from me for drinking in the hostel. I was like, holy shit. But now I see why. <laughs> because, I mean, I should have been, uh, should have stayed a Bible basher. I was a sacristan. You know, I used to give out the bread and the wine. The bread which we break. Is it not a sharing of the body of Christ? We who are many are one body. For we all partake of the one bread. I don't even remember the lines. And there was extra Bible study class. Now, this is on top. We went to an Anglican school, for those of you who, who don't know. And we went to church six days a week. Six days a week, because every morning we had chapel, and then the boarders had it on yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. as well. And I, had, I, I went to extra Bible study classes, and I was excited about them, my boy. On top of those six days of church a week, we used to go to Bible study at night and be like, yeah, John verses 13, my boy, did you see that thing? We were talking about the latest episode of Game of Thrones, yes. talking about latest episodes of the Old Testament, that's what we were talking about. Like, ah, you see, I'm sure God was even like, ah, Mark, it's you again, <laughs> bruh. 
Yes, God. Uh, yeah, I know. It was, I was here yesterday. I'm, I'm back again. Yeah, oh, okay. I was. I was. I, he was. God was too tired of me. He's like, I. Uh, uh, this guy is giving it. He's giving it up too easily. Hey, but you're reaping the rewards now. Hey, right? yeah, he came through. Okay, yeah. So this is this is the thing because when you think about the person you were at school and seeing who you are right now, did you ever see yourself becoming a radio host, a comedian? Because for me, I've I've always kind of sensed that. Okay, in this classroom, I like talking the most. I like being that class clown at the back Yo, who's going to make comments. I'm not going to lie. The possibility of it happening, you know, it did cross my mind. All right. Otherwise, all right. otherwise, we would have never steered into this direction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It has to have crossed your mind at some point in time. And I know for sure that it parts of my, our minds, especially my mind in, in, uh, in high school. Yeah. Because of, you know, being put on the, like dog. How many, how long have we been chowing the limelight though? Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, let, let's yeah. be honest. Let's you, just be honest. You see, one of the cool things about, uh, uh our school doing, uh, extra subjects with the other schools, we had to drama with the, the girls' school, but primarily just to see girls at least once a day. Yeah, no. Actually, I was quite lucky because I did history as well, which was a combination with our school. You were one of the lucky like, few, you know, because yeah, yeah. a lot of guys, you know, because I know the year before, the year before, uh, the business studies, alright, it was with the sister school. Yeah. And then everybody took business studies anticipating <laughs> that, yeah, we're gonna be with the sister school. But too many niggas yeah. ended up taking <laughs> business studies. And then they said, uh, listen, the class is too big, we can't share it. I'm like, oh. ah. That's the only reason why I wanted to get in this class, man. Ah, damn. And no, those subjects exactly with those girls in it, how well did you do? When there's a female around, you do well. Yeah, I you think perform. So, I think so, so. I don't know. Would you send your child to a boys' school? Hey, I don't want to lie. Just based on you know, no, 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 principal and being having him brought up right. Not necessarily saying that if you go to a co-ed school, you're not brought up right. Yeah. But just that uh, the mannerisms and the and, and institution, the the, and the, the respect etiquette. for elders. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That a uh, uh, all boys' school and an all girls' school. You know, instills in an individual. Ah, uh, I have to have that in my child. And as soon as he gets to grade eight, uh, I don't, I don't want to lie. He's going straight to boarding school. <laughs> straight, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. first class ticket straight to boarding <laughs> school. Yeah, okay. So maybe that's a factor that we can start thinking about and talk about the influence of being at a boarding school in comparison to being into a, in a co-ed school and what that does for your integration into into real life, man. But yeah, we hope you're having a fresh morning. You are chilling with the worst guys. My name is Mark and Judy, hanging with Ria Besuzeli. What up? And this is Cardo with Squad. Look at the squad. That's Cardo. With wow, squad. Boy. Hope you're having a beautiful morning, man, and I hope you're chilling with some beautiful people. Yeah, that's beautiful people by Chris Brown. Man, I miss uh, that that Chris Brown. In fact, how long has Chris Brown been fucked up? <laughs> since, since he beat Rihanna. Amen. Yeah, dude, at sixteen, at sixteen, Chris Brown was going towards the Michael Jackson Prince route. Yeah, where everybody really... loved him. Your granddad would buy a Chris Brown CD when he was singing like, "Know your name, but excuse me, miss." I say that like that was sweet old innocent Chris Brown. Then he started hitting women, getting tattoos, smoking angel dust, and then he became the thugger thugger that we see here. But he, I right think now. he's undercover, always been that way. Let's not forget, yeah. money doesn't make it the man; it just amplifies who you really yeah. are. And he's a nigga. At you the know? end of the day, he is. He is. That's what Chris. Even Brown in is. that song, "Give Me That," he's like, "Um, Mama, you may." Maybe three years older, but you had three years older, and you're 16, my boy. 
Three yo, years. Yo, yo, he must have been in the game, that guy. Yo. No, 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 no. He's Don't a, laugh. His girl is a Benton, but he's also hitting it with a Benton. As a Benton. Aye, aye. And who bro. is that girl that is going for a guy <laughs> that is 16 years oh. old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he still has a million dollar hook, though. Uh, if you can put Chris Brown on your hook, your song's gonna be a hit. Yeah, and DJ Khaled knows. Yeah, another one. <laughs> <laughs> he just puts Chris Brown on, and before Chris Brown even says anything, he's like, another one. He knows that million dollar hook, baby. See, when you're talented, you get away with shit, bro. That's the God on his track. That's, that's the nonsense about society. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Alright, okay, so anyway, um, we were talking a little bit about school. Do you think, do you think school adequately prepared you for life? No. No way. No, no way, way whatsoever. All right. Why, well, why is that? In, in the sense of like you know what I, what 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 you can really take away from from school yeah. stuff like um, life orientation. People are really undermining yeah, yeah, life under, orientation. Dog, a life orientation was real. Was you know, there were the way there are some guys who actually don't know how to put a condom on. And yeah. life orientation teaches you that. I think we have a couple of people in our grade who failed life orientation, rolling around with kids now. Is it a bad, is it a, is a shameful thing? I mean, we're 24 now. Is that, is that too, still too young to have kids? Well, <laughs> like, 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 I know there was a guy who had kids, uh, oh, not kids, yo, sure. <laughs> he had a kid when he was in grade, was in grade nine. Yeah. And we were in grade 10. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want to mention the because I know his full name, yeah. surname as well, <laughs> given company. by the government. Yeah. But, um, so life orientation is important. Life orientation is the plug. It's the plug. You know, yeah. it's, it's better than maths. <laughs> True story. Cause you don't use maths in real life. You know, it's not like you're gonna say, calculate, you know, using X and Y when the robot is gonna open and yeah. then cross. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but you're definitely gonna use how to make a CV, how to do a job interview. You know, life doesn't teach you that. I mean, yeah, yeah, like a uh, school does. School well, doesn't teach you that, sorry. Yeah. And the best, the best schooling system, you know, which I, I graduate cum laude from the great, the university of life. <laughs> okay. Wait, before we get to university, I still want to talk a little bit about high school because there is a, there is a big difference between the two. Like failing in high school and failing in university are completely two different things. things. Yeah. I think failing in high school must kill you psychologically to be going with the same grade, going smoothly. And then you Get down to the grade below you, especially at a school like ours where, uh, hierarchy was so important, uh, standard order. Yeah. Um, now all of a sudden these guys who are calling you by your surname as you walk past are now the same as you. Um, not you... only just that, you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have you. They're going to have you, boy. Whether you You've doing been here what? for six years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but in terms of subjects like tax, ta- we didn't learn tax at school. How would we not learn about tax at school? That's uh, such an important I don't, factor. I, we in did life. in in accounting. We did. Did we? Okay, okay. I didn't. I, I didn't don't want to lie. I I but I slept through that <laughs> hard. Yeah, hard. But what else? What else would you have suggested we study at school other than the things that we did have? Because ag- agriculture is something I think uh, we should have learned about how to grow your own. Food crops, um, whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's your, if that's your thing as well. Um, so I just wish we, we, we implemented more practical subjects. When, when I think about a school in my mind, the most ideal school, it would be just an institution where you don't, you don't have to go. It's not compulsory. When you go, you must go because you want to go and learn something. 
And it's hey, this school of yours is nice, eh? It has to be. It has to be so let, so let. We're living in the future now, my boy. This thing of making ourselves suffer for no reason. We like doing this as human beings. We like to make it tough for ourselves just so we can be like, ah, no, we're not living on easy street. Let's live on easy street. That's why we go to school. That's why we do all this shit is to make our lives easier. But anyway, so there's internet at the school. Wireless, fiber, internet, uncapped. If you want to go and get all the porn you can get, that's your prerogative. But we have the <laughs> internet and you can go access information there because Google has all the answers. Okay. You just need to learn how to research. And we have teachers on standby. So for, for various topics, we'll have experts, for example. And you contact those experts when you, when you need guidance or you have a query about that particular subject that you think you See, about. but when you're putting it in that context as well, you know, then we wouldn't even need to go to a specific institution or a place for that to happen. We could have it right at our homes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that could be the place to go outside of your home because we don't, if, if, if you're looking at an institution now, if we're looking at a common place of knowledge, it's almost a library. A, a new, yeah, it's a nouveau library. It's a neo neo library. That's that's what I'm thinking it is because the thing of making school compulsory is also a problem. I definitely think um, compulsory schooling is what causes a lot of uh, detention. Were you were you a guy who spent much time in detention? Uh, not actually, eh. Really? I think I can count on one hand and still have fingers left over how many detentions I've been in. Yeah. Ah, my boy, I lived in detention, dog. Yeah. Every day, every Sunday. I think detention lived in you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the truth. Maybe that's the truth. I think, what was it? From grade 10? Yeah. Straight up into matric. Yeah, I know. You had I, I was still clocking those 50 hours. <laughs> I was still clocking those 50 hours, my boy. You were breaking the holy bread <laughs> in detention. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink, guys. Don't drink. Even if you're in school, listen. But yeah, tell us if you think school adequately prepared you for life. We are also on WhatsApp, so you can contact us here on 079-748-2090. What does schooling do for you? Um, varsity was a whole nother thing for me. Yeah. I think Varsity is real life. That's, yeah, that's where it, it gets real because although it's majority theory, um, I think the difference between real life and varsity is just the implementation and how practical the theory you learn is in varsity. But varsity, you learn about who you are and what you're doing. And that's, I think that's when you start to first realize that it's all up to you. Ain't no school, ain't no teacher gonna take you to where you wanna be. And the thing is, we under we didn't wanna believe our, our high school teachers and said lecturers don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, they really don't, man. I, I mean, I won't lie. I was always like, ah, this is some bullshit. Gonna get to university, it's gonna be the same thing. I just just get forty nine percent. Teacher's gonna find some marks for me. Give me maybe fifty five, fifty six, and then I'm gonna breeze through. Yeah. No way. No way, yeah, it doesn't work like that. There's no mercy. There's no mercy in Dude, the adverts, the science faculty, there's no supplementary, my what? boy. What? Imagine. <laughs> Zero supplementary. You feel you gone. Yes. You, you, you know how tough it is getting 49 and <laughs> having to do the whole fucking module again. That's real, that's real. Okay, so tell us about your school experiences. Tell us if school is actually valuable in what it teaches you to prepare you for life and we'll get back to you hit us up on whatsapp hit us up on twitter we're here all morning until nine o'clock my name is mark julia hanging out with wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up hope you're having a good wednesday morning dark nights in my prayers i remember you was conflicted
Make sure yeah. you're using your influence. That's Kendrick Lamar. Sometimes with... I did the same. All right, all right, all right. Full of resentment. I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope you're feeling all right on this Wednesday morning. You're hanging with the worst guys, taking you through till 9 a.m. We've just been talking a little bit about school, our school experiences, and whether that did prepare us adequately for life. Uh, we've got a, 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 a poll going on Twitter. Um, asking that very that very same question. Tell us, tell us how you feel. Did school adequately prepare you for life, or did you come out here and you're like, <laughs> this is insane? Because it's always it's always like when you're in grade nine. Oh, dude, grade ten is hectic, but grade ten is so much harder. Then you get to grade ten, your grade eleven, grade eleven is the hardest. You get to grade eleven, your all the exams, matric, matric's the hardest. You go to varsity, it's the same story, and I think it is exactly the same when you come out of varsity and it's like when you finish your honors degree, even if you get your honors like or your masters, you come out to real life like yo, from masters to real life, it's a jump, my boy. Are you prepared? And you obviously just hope you are as prepared as possible. Each level gets harder. Maybe death is harder than life. We don't even know. We're busy stressing out here. What? Uh, you know, that's a topic for a different day. <laughs> yeah, that's a topic for a different day. I, I, I will get into that a little bit. But yeah, join up, join our poll on, on, on Twitter and tell us whether you think school adequately prepared you for life. Um, yeah. Before we finish up this first half of the show, we have an amazing guest coming up in the second half of the show. Artist, you know we, you know, you know what we're about, man. We we know conversate with the fake, if you get what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, his, his name is the African Ginger. He'll be coming on around eight o'clock. But before that, we're just gonna get through some news stories with you and see what's been happening in our world, yo. Me and Ask Playboy in trouble again. Playboy Penny at it again. Read about it. Extra, please grab young Baron, extra, extra, read all about it, life story of Playboy's Penny, extra, 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 read all about it. All right, all right, all right, all right. So the first story that caught my eye this morning is about the ANC bash that's taking place at uh, uh, the so in Soweto on the eighth of, of of January. So the Gauteng Liquor Board is a, is allowing bars to stay open longer for the ANC's January eighth birthday celebrations in Soweto. This is for their hundred fifth year um, uh, as as the ANC and. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about that? Are these guys just getting wasted on our tax dollars though, or our tax rands rather? You know, like at least with the, the, with the liquor stores being open longer, you know? Yeah. The bars. Yeah. 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 The, there's more money flowing in, you know? Woohoo. Dog. Dog. <laughs> you see, the thing, the problem that I have with this is that it's only ANC specific. And I guess this is why it's making news is that they can do, they can do it if they want. They can say, they can say all bars are 24 hours and that would make a lot of students happy. I know about that. That would make a whole lot of students happy, but it's only for the celebrations. Uh, I wonder what Zuma is like drunk because <laughs> even sober, it's a bit of a situation. No. I think Zuma knows exactly what he's doing when he's drunk. Zuma analyzes you when you're drunk. Yeah. Zuma gets lit with you <laughs> so that he can analyze exactly what you do and then call you out when he's sober. Yeah. Osakum yeah. uh Osakumbola Nalaskati. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think Zuma is a good wingman? If you're out in the in the in the club and you're drunk, do you think he can hook you up with a girl? 
Oh, dude, just you, the name alone. <laughs> the name alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm chilling with my boy, Jacob. Jacob, holla, holla. Uh, my name is Jacob, and this is my friend, Ria Petzl. Uh, you can meet me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Show me why you deserve to have it on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I. So that's just an interesting story that's coming out. Um, sorry, excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Um, what else has been happening? All right, matric results. Oh, matric results, twenty seventeen. We've been talking a little bit about school, and the matrix results are coming out today. Um, supposedly, what, 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 what do you, what do you think about the people in the hood who are still afraid of matric results? Because for us. I, I was never really worried about what results I'm, I'm going to get. I always kind of knew I was passing when it came to high school. It was just, it just depended on the margin. Exactly. Um, it's the 5th, the 5th of January. They're coming out tomorrow. They're coming out tomorrow. I think it's just a great, it's just a thing of, you know what, you finished school. Congratulations. You yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah. To have a home. No, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, we we overlook how important and how big it is for for a lot of our people. For example, back home, my 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 little cousin was stressing about uh, getting into matrix. Like, hey, young as if I passed or what, what, what? I'm like, dog. And if you think back to the reception you got when you got your results and you passed, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's always a major thing, man. It's always a major thing. But. You know what people need to actually look out for, and words of advice that I want to give to those who are getting like nine distinctions and ten distinctions because y'all want to be, you know, taking extra subjects. That don't help you in varsity, man. <laughs> that does not help you yeah. in varsity. I've seen people who who got maybe one or two distinctions in varsity get, you know, further in. I mean, sorry, in 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 high school, um, get more. Uh, out of the varsity experience and go further. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Those are the ones that actually grind their asses off in varsity, graduate cum laude, ask the okay, yo, no, listen, so how many distinctions did you get back in varsity? I mean, in, in high school. Ah, oh, no, I, I barely scraped the barrel. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Um, but uh, I definitely do value the, the uh, idea of us becoming matriculants as black people especially, but... The problem that I do have is the ridiculous uh, rate that the the ridiculous pass rate that is 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 currently in place. That's why IEB seems to be a better option for parents to just you know to 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 um, in terms of education yeah. for their children. Yeah, but you know, IEB is expensive. You know, yeah, not but everybody at the end of the day, that. it's just like the Checkers and Woolworth situation. True, true. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know exactly what you're paying for. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I hear day in, like year in year out, every single parent complaining, and not just in high school level. I'm talking about primary and even crutch level. Yeah, like these, you know, these uh, education institutions, they're fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Man, expensive I'm, to have I, a child, let know, alone two. Imagine, dog. That's the thing. It's so expensive, and I think that's why parents get over it because they're like, yo, yo, I could have been a millionaire with the you amount know, of I spent on this child at school fees. These parents who think, yo, like when their marriage is going through, taking a dip, then they're like, yo, let's have a cunt to save our marriage. <laughs> you're making it worse. <laughs> then the kid comes to you when you're divorcing at nine. is like, and then you have to lie to the kid and be like, oh, it's not your fault. 
Don't worry, it has nothing to do with you. Meanwhile, that's actually <laughs> quite real. Though. It's very real. Meanwhile, you is the kid is the only reason. It's like ever since you, we've just been fighting about money. We've been stressing about getting you to school. We've been, you've been a hack, actually. <laughs> Parents must be real with the children. It's like my boy, you've actually been a hack. Let me tell you the truth. Let yeah, the but truth. with the same kind of you know emotion, love is there. Nonetheless, love is there. All right. So anyway. <clears throat> There's more, there's more. Um, the ANC, okay, this, this story is always, is always funny to me. It's always funny when people in the ANC are calling the ANC out for, for, for corruption, especially if it's somebody in the top six. Okay. So here, um, the Secretary General, uh, Mantashe, uh, Mantashe, he addresses a meeting at Mafatsana Hall in Everton, Gauteng yesterday. Okay. And he's, he claims, <laughs> he claims that corruption in the ANC is so rife that it can no longer be regarded as a perception, says the party Secretary General, Gwede Mantashe. Hey, man. The perception is the truth. It's not like we were imagining this corruption. Not like we were imagining almost becoming junk status and our bread costing 15 rand. We can see that corruption is a real thing in the ANC. We're not imagining it. This, is, this shit is not in our head, man. This guy is playing games with us. Playing games. I don't know what the ANC is thinking. The ANC should not be corrupt. Wait, wait. Did you put ANC and thinking in the same <laughs> sentence? No, no. Oh, actually, that's a bar. The ANC should not be corrupt. And if the ANC is corrupt, then something has gone wrong. <coughs> uh, okay. You think? Isn't it a bit late for that, my boy? It's too late to apologize. Okay, so now he's getting, he's even getting applause. He's like, at this stage, we cannot say that it is perception. There are people in the ANC who loot the state. And when you loot, you destroy the ability of the state to deliver services. Mantasha said to a loud applause. No, but the thing is, you, you, they say, what did they say? Destroy the ability to deliver service. Were you delivering in the first place? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, he's trying to get people at his, to his party. You know, that's what he's doing. He's sending out invites when he's talking about corruption. He's like, yeah, come to my party. Come to my party on Sunday or whatever the case may be, January the 8th. We see you, Doug. We see you. We stay woke out in these streets. Um, but yeah, that's what's been happening in the news. And also just a little bit of sport. We want to talk about the cricket. Kakiso Rabada actually deserves a mad round of applause. He is actually, he's 50 test cricket wickets. Which is insane, man. Already? Already, my boy. He's a flourisher of note. He's a flourisher of note. He's, he's, he's on his no, way wait, to become one of the joking. greats. I'm serious. I'm, I'm, he's, he's on his way to become one of the greats. Hey, I hope Africa. he doesn't remove Makayantini's name from the <laughs> history books. You know what I'm saying, Zach? He might. He might because he can actually bat. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, George, you know, George Kintini, the only time he came through for us was well, for the 4-3-8 game where he hit the last winning runs. Makai and Tini. And I'm sure he you couldn't believe it himself. I did it. I did it. I did So, Kagiso has got 50 test wickets. He's got an amazing performance on his hands. What an amazing guy. Mad, mad Mad props. respect to the homie so quickly. Um... And yeah, South Africa at the end of the, the, the innings yesterday were 392 all out. Uh, Sri Lanka was standing on 110 all out. And now we are 35 for nothing. And yeah, play started today again. Uh, oh my God. I actually, uh, I was talking about this yesterday, uh, about being at the cricket, man. That would be a dream right now. That would be an absolute dream. But yeah, um, we're about to go into a little bit 
of what our guest has to offer after this. We hope you're still having a good time with the worst guys. Yeah, that's Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. Welcome back. Welcome back to CliffCentral.com. We are here live on the breakfast show, chilling with Mark Lully and my homie. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hope you're having a lovely Wednesday morning. We have a fantastic guest in the building today. I am chilling with the main man, African Ginger. Yo, African Ginger, say what's up there. Say what's up there. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. Welcome to the worst, guys. Welcome to the worst, guys. All right, so this man is a designer. He's a musician. He's an artist. He's a skater. I wish I was a musician. Uh, yeah, well, you, I've seen on your on your interviews that you you have a very big inclination towards yeah, music I, I and the influence music. it has on your on your design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So we're talking a little bit about about school, and oh, yeah. we have a poll going on Twitter about the 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 shoes that we used to rock in primary school. What what yeah, type of man were you? Were you a toughies guy or grass? Dude, I was a grasshoppers dude for a while. Hey. Grasshoppers. I was always like against the grain, bro. Like, oh, really? You had, you had to bro. be an alternative. Yeah, like from like 12 years old listening to Linkin Park, like, I hate my life. <laughs> oh, were you, were you an emo you know, kid? Yeah, but deep down inside, I was like, yo, Tuffies are so rad, bro. Like, yeah. it was like the Adidas in primary school, you know what I mean? It was like the best thing to wear. Yeah, exactly. It was the cool kid's shoe. I'm That's sure you I'm... carried a carry more as well. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I had those really nasty clip-on bags, bro. Oh, damn. But like, no, I wouldn't lie. Like, shout out to my mom. She's always, she's like, bring out like the tightest bags ever. Yeah. So always be like, yeah. Did you have a totem? The totem was, that's, that's the rich kids. That totem <laughs> trolley bag that you, you couldn't even turn it inside out because we used to smoke people's bags. Oh, we used to call the child smoking. slave bag was the one of the multiple dividers. You know, that big one it looks yeah. like a like like a, f- a file holder and, and it's bro. bigger than the child's back <laughs> and he has to will carry Yo, all his books but those kids now are vegans bro like, <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding, hey there's bro. too many vegans out no i'm joking i love vegans you guys are awesome dude. Seriously, man. yeah yeah joke, yeah man. all right so we chill with african ginger man hey. and it's been a while since we've had a guest in the studio hey. so it's such a pleasure to have you here and we're just going to talk a little bit about what it is that you do all right so i've cool. seen i've seen some of your your images that's here's the thing about radio it's very difficult to to, mm. to get Give people images. So describe for me what it is that you put onto the canvas. Wow. What is what is your artistry? Wow, it's I don't know. My art is it's really sporadic and really weird. I don't know how to explain it. A lot of people ask me to like kind of dissect it and cut it down into like small bits and pieces, but I think it's just really a reflection on what hap- like what's happening in my head, you know. Generic answer. But like I don't know, my artwork is really ominous. It's pretty dark. Yeah. But it's 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 weird. It's kind of like I don't know, it contradicts itself because, like, the color schemes are usually, like, very pastel, which mm. is, like, very happy and stuff. And then you look at the content and it's actually just, like, four eyes and, like, no pupils and people are like, <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. My art, I would say, is bridging on lowbrow. Lowbrow is kind of, like, this really grungy kind of, like, Kind of punk, but not really punk. It's just yeah. it's weird, dude. It's so would you ki- would you ki- consider yourself a, a a dark guy, an emo guy? I know that's a that's a broad term to use, but I mean when you when you when you use when you do your art, some people have to go to that dark Yo, place. Dude. As artists Yo, ourselves, dude. you know, we have to confront. True, yeah. We have to confront yeah. that other side. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a dark person? Uh, in the context of my art, definitely. I I, right. I would sit down and like spew out death grips for like hours, and I right. listen to like. Like witch house, like ooh, or like uh, Salem, just to like get myself into Salem. That. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird, witch yeah. house man. Like I'd sit down and like spew that shit for like hours, and 
I, I, I literally, it's weird. Like before I work, I'll be sitting down, like I'll be listening to like I don't even know like Tyler, but like new Tyler, Tyler like Cherry Bomb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be listening to like Cherry Bomb and be like, ah, cool, okay, I want to go work. Yeah, put on Bastard, bro, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's the thing though. The, the reason why I asked you that is because us, us, as we're known as the worst guys, so there's something that we are presenting. There's this mm. other half. Of definitely, humanity definitely. that we tend to ignore And that artistry tends to bring out yeah, Out of definitely. people It allows that Because there's a lot that we like to cover yeah. And hide behind And say definitely. Oh no We aren't flawed We don't have imperfections We don't have darkness There's a lot of darkness And mm. what we're saying When we're calling ourselves the worst guys Is not that we're bad people It's that those things that make bad people bad people, we have them too. Yeah, we have them too. But we, we go beyond them. We tame we, them. We tame them. Yeah. yeah, we all have demons. Definitely. Like there, there's beauty in the struggle and there's light in the darkness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, speaking about the whole like process of art, you know, I was like, there was this TED talk I saw a while back from the author of this book called Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. And he speaks about the concept of a daemon. And what a daemon is... Um, I think it was Roman mythology. They believe that uh, it was a Greek or Roman. I don't remember. Yeah. What they believe was like, as an artist, you didn't create your works. You had an exterior force that came onto you yeah. and you projected whatever that force wanted you to project, you know? And, you know, with the age of enlightenment and everything that's happened, we kind of like shifted from our demons to more about ourselves. And now when we create art, it's supposed to stem from within ourselves and not really from an external point. Mm. And so a lot of people like so existential when they, create artworks and when like they, they've reached like a certain peak or a limit they always question themselves They're like can I progress can I get better I, I will never beat my level because this is who I am instead of like saying that this is my daemon and I think that's where the concept of a daemon comes from you know like all that negative energy to an extent is my daemon is it's something I find inspiration from yeah. something anyone finds inspiration from it's something where you can draw to bring exactly, light exactly. Yeah. and that's what I was thinking about in terms of your artistry and where it comes from for example making music is Whoa. is something Whoa, is dude. something where the song just comes out dude. naturally like dude. like today like what we do on our show if if you if, if those of our fans who listen would know that we do a freestyle session every every nice. every time afterwards and nice. the thing that we love about freestyle and the why the reason why we're willing to do it every time is because it comes out the way nature presents it almost exactly. it's a, it's a it's a natural form of art and a lot of the times i think the best art is always uh given it's not Created in terms of Making something For the purpose mm. Of getting money yeah, Or for the purpose of definitely. Yeah I want to make a hit Yeah You shouldn't ma- want To make a hit You should yeah. want to make music Something should be coming yeah. Out of yeah. you That you need to definitely. express And The way the world Receives it is that, that That's their own prerogative Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly That's what it should be Life's a matter of perspective Exactly Yeah So your fans Will always be your fans no Regardless what, yeah. of what yeah, you do Because true. there's people Who are going to like you And there's people Who I are not going to yeah, like you true. Yeah So tell me Tell me a little bit About your your your, your music influence I heard you talk Whoa. A little bit about Tyler the creator It's crazy who, man who, who are your guys Who are you listening to Right now wow. Top 5 Top 5 Top Ooh, 5 that's, a, that's always a tough question <laughs> Okay yeah just, Seriously just, In no In no specific no order specific Give order. us your top 5 Okay yeah. but like Hands down my number 1 Is Death Grips right Okay uh, This Death band Grips. from Sacramento And like There's this really weird Experimental like Hip hop slash noise Slash into, I don't know what To classify <laughs> it as But like yeah. Dude I've never felt Such pure creative Like energy from these guys They just I don't know, dude. They're just so good. A lot of people hate them because they sound like trash and yeah. noise, dude. But like, <sighs> dude. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> second definitely is Earl Sweatshirt, dude. Like hands down. Oh, since really? I was like, since I was sixteen, man. Like, Jeez. I first heard a friend of mine in high school actually showed me Earl's video, Earl, and I was like, still kind of innocent back then. I was like, oh, this is fucked up. <laughs> and then I, I went to go home and watched it again. I was like, well, this is actually sick, and that got me into Odd Future. Um, yeah. So it's Death Grips, Earl. Um, 
Wow, this is going to be another tough one. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting where you're going yeah, it's, with, it's, with your taste, with your taste um, and your style. Aesop Rock, especially oh, Aesop Rock, Rock, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Not, not ASAP, dude. ASAP's cool, man. ASAP's like if you're getting lit, bro. Then <laughs> no, this guy Aesop Rock, he's like this really weird kind of like, I don't know. He's like this. I saw this thing on Tumblr a few years ago about Aesop Rock having like the highest vocabulary in hip hop. Oh, like, oh, okay. Cool. Checked it out. I was like, this guy's insane. So Aesop Rock, definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Who else is Tori Moi? It's weird. Tori Moi is like such a contrast to the music I do. Like a lot of to. alternative. Things, <laughs> right? yeah, do I mean alternative music's like the way to go for my life? I mean, I, I think that's where. I, I find my inspiration, especially yeah. from alternative music. And like guys like Bad Bad Not Good, especially. I mean, I saw them live like last year sometime. And I was like, whoa, I heard of them. And I was like, oh, yes, they're right. You know, I'm not a big jazz fan. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them live and I was like, holy shit, these guys are good, dude. Yeah. And yeah, man. I saw Dragon as well. Do you like, listen to music while you're designing? All the time. All, all the time. All the time. All right, right. Sometimes it's like one song and repeat for like six to seven hours. So like recently. Stay on that thought. On that one. Yeah. Because like when you change songs, you change the process. When you change the process, you change the theme. And the thread of thought Exactly, as well. yeah. exactly So like This illustration I did a while back I was like, listening to Thundercats Them Changes And like literally I played that song For like six or seven hours Like yeah. non-stop Like it was just And do you have any other uh, in- Inspiring elements That add to your creative process? Dude Just Skate culture and the like Joburg youth culture because yeah, dude, it's it's so interesting. The how Joburg how youth is culture. the how is the Joburg youth dude, culture it's, with, it's, from from your perspective? My perspective, I think it's the epitome of South African youth culture. I know yeah. that sounds very biased because I'm from Joburg. You know mm. what I mean? And there are some brilliant creatives out there in South Africa, and they're just amazing artists and just humble people. But like Joburg, you get your 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 you know, you're really genuine people. You know, you get your normies and then you get your skaters and skaters are just rad as hell. <laughs> you yeah. get your creatives and then within the creative industry, you get your, like your subcategories. You get your like your hipster ass illustrators. Mm. You get your really, I hate the world. I'm kind of nihilistic about my life illustrators. Yeah. And not even just in illustration, just as a whole. You get your nihilists, your punks, your skaters, your graph writers, your hip hop heads, your yeah. Santon bunnies. You get everything. And bro. I definitely think <clears throat> that the, the energy... Flows from Johannesburg and Definitely. spills into the rest of and the country the, in terms of the culture. That's the best part. I, I don't know how much you've traveled around South Africa, but between the three cities, that let's say uh, the three main cities: mm-hmm. Durban, Johannesburg, Cape, Cape Town. Town. Yeah. You've been to all of them, I'm assuming. No, only Johannesburg. Your only Johannesburg. I've been like Mozambique, Swaziland. Yeah. I've been like around like bleh, that side of South Africa, but I've never really gone in. So that's why I'm saying it's pretty biased on my side. <laughs> but what I really wanted to find out: what's the reception been like, especially towards like like your 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 persona and your mm. outward appearance? Mm. Because like like at first appearance, at Yo. first glance. Obviously, you get a lot of criticism and judgment. Yeah, the What's reason, the pers- reason being is because you've got uh, those, those tunnels, <laughs> tunnels, yeah, and tattoos, and you know that, yeah. that always comes with a certain perception, of course, from yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure, like, you tore your CV up like three years ago. <laughs> you ain't trying to get a job. You trying to do this on your own. Yo, What's the dude. reception been like in terms of like general people and your yeah. family? Whoa, general general people, people are just like, whoa, this guy's so rad, man. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not rad, bro. I'm like, I'm so lost. I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. You know yeah. I mean? And then from family, it's just weird. It's like we all live in this house, but we're all like roommates. We're all like, it's it's weird because we all Coexist. deal with our own shit, but we don't speak about our shit. You but know do I mean? you do you do do they support your? Yo, you no, do? seriously. Like my family's always like down for my work. Yeah. Even though it's like when I was a kid, I was like really like angsty and I was like pissed because like I'd show my parents work and. They'd be like, oh, that's lovely, you know, and I'd be like, that's not the kind of like reaction, reaction I want. I 
I wanted to be like, oh, you know, but like you get old and you're like, you know, they still support me either yeah. way. It doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah. Okay. So tell me a little. I'm I'm starting to grow a a, a little fascination about uh, street art, street whoa, art in Johannesburg, whoa. especially because I spend a lot of time in the CBD doing Yo. performances Yo. and Kitchener's and and Malville, etc. And I've seen. Some crazy street art, and I wanna have you. Have you ever done graffiti on any wall? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's crazy. I went to an art school, so me and my homies were like really sporadic in high school. Yeah, I mean, what like, school was this? Uh, NSA, National School of the Arts. Oh, okay. Like, we were super sporadic. So, like at sixteen, my, me and my best friend were like, "Whoa, we want to be graph writers, bro. Let's do this, bro." So <laughs> we went to the store. It's called Grayscale. It's like in Bramall, like it's up the road, and we bought a bunch of cans, and we went to go like bomb out like this alley and I just clicked <laughs> in my head I'm like I'm not a street artist I'm not a graph writer dude yeah, I can't that's do not this who you are. that's a craft in its own and that's yeah. like an intense craft okay, let's, yeah that's this is what this is what I want to get into when we talk about street art is the intensity behind it because when you look Definitely. from the outside it just looks like oh people were just vandalizing yeah and it's not it's vandalism hard. there's so much more to it there's one guy in particular and I, I don't know if you if you've recognized but his name is all over Joburg. Taps. Taps. T-A-P-Z. Yo, dude, taps, man. Taps, man. Taps is everywhere, bro. Like, you, know, you know about this? Because of the social circles I run in, bro. Yeah. Like, his name is mentioned quite a few times. Exactly. And, you know, but I mean, his name is plastered all yeah. over Joburg. Listen, Legit. anybody who is driving in a car, if you're going to work, Everybody, going, yeah. right now, if you look if to you your look, left and your right, for sure, you'll see taps. Dude. There's, there's a taps. Definitely. Within the, your, your destination, you taps will see a taps. Yeah. Taps is like... The epitome of what, like, guerrilla advertising is, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you just, like, what Shepard Ferry did, like, in the early, like, 2000s, late 90s, mm. he would just, like, stick up, like, um, Andre the Giant pieces everywhere and, like, write Obey at the bottom. And people would be like, what the fuck is this Obey shit, you know? Mm. And that's, like, guerrilla. That's genius. That's pure genius. Because yeah. if you want to get, like, anything hyped up or, like, brought up or just start, like, people questioning something, you just need to just do it. and just You need to be in their faces. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that was just, like... Do the most crude kind of like disgusting illustration. Mm. You know, like printed like A0, like hundreds of them, just like smash them all over town. Yeah. And just see how people react to it, you know what yeah. I mean? All right. So I'm, I'm trying to understand the thought process behind street art, mm-hmm. especially when it's, it's beautiful. Um, like there's, there's one piece Definitely. where there's a, there's a, uh, it's in Brahm. I forgot which street, but there's a lady and she's crying a tear mm-hmm. and there's, it's, it's, it's literally a drawing. Somebody took time to, to, oh, paint I know a exactly. Muriel it's it's almost. like right, it's, it's kind of like, um, opposite vits. Yeah, opposite vits. I know yeah. exactly what Peach is talking yeah. about. It's like right opposite that graph. Yeah. Right and there's that, that spaceman, that black and white spaceman that, on the wall. Favorite, yeah, exactly. You see, so those type of pieces are the ones that I, I'm still trying to understand because it's not just, a name yeah. or a scribble somebody painted on a building yeah. which is obviously not yeah. allowed to do what is what is the thought process behind that what yeah. is what is street art trying to say street art depends on the perspective of the artist you know yeah but that's the thing like even with street art like graffiti and street art are actually two separate concepts graffiti artists are very like heavy into hip-hop culture it's like uh the epitome of like um testosterone not really testosterone because there's a lot of female graph writers yeah. out there but it's like putting your name out bravado Sh- yeah. masculinity yeah. and female like, street art is more about expressing the image in itself not saying that graph artists don't like painting murals like they still love doing that shit, yeah dude. but street artists like i'm gonna be painting a mural with this cape town street artist named the jack fox very sweet and i'm really keen on it but, yeah like, looking at his work it's more about the content it's more about the process it's about the general aesthetic of the illustration in itself you know? yeah street art for me is like illustration plastered on walls where graph art is like 
the culture in itself, you know what I mean? And can you get in trouble? Do people do people genuinely get caught and go to jail and spend you know, time I, I, for, I, for, I, for drawing I've, I've on I've never met anybody that's like, I mean... What time do you go and do that shit? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I know, like three I know, in the I know this is not who, who you are. You said after <laughs> yeah. after NSA, you're like, no, no, no. But you, you, you run in the circle. So yeah. like, this is an interesting way to go about. I mean, like three in the morning, there's still, there's still I mean, nobody to be seen. Yeah, dude. I mean, three in the morning is the best time to do anything. It's, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's the best yeah, time yeah. to like work. That's what those, I are, those, those are the trill the hours. The trill hours. No, but like, yeah. What were we talking about again? Getting incarcerated. Getting incarcerated. Man, yeah. I, you know, I've never met a homie that's spoken to me about, um, yeah, about being in prison or anything. I think the furthest I've had is like people tell me running away from cops, yeah, driving away from cops. Um, yeah, okay. that's so that must be a thrill on its own. That yeah, must definitely. Be a thrill on its own. I've had a, I've had a thrill and a half. Uh, back in high school, we broke into Constitution Hill to go skate, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Really? <laughs> Your mom's not just gonna be hearing that. Uh, we right. broke into it's, it, it was it was me and my boy Hotso, and we broke into Constitution Hill for skating. But we broke in onto the rooftop, which is kind of stupid, bro. Yeah. And so like the security came up, and we were like freaking out, bro. We were like, whoa. <laughs> what time okay. was so it? So my friend Hotso's like, nah, let's dip, dude. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna be a genuine human. I'm gonna follow the rules and I'm just gonna walk with the security guards they walk us down to the holding cell they, t- they tell us we're gonna call Hilbert police cause you guys are like going to jail cause you just like broke into like private property yeah. you're gonna be held for that shit and I was like oh no so this other guy suggested how about we beat them what? <laughs> what? So, so they didn't like fist us or whatever but like there was like six guys and they all had the opportunity to slap us twice in the back and tell us get out here <laughs> and that's as far as I've ever oh, had it for <laughs> like legit that's so cool, man. Like, hey, you know, I feel like slapping somebody today. That's that, what happened. It's like, yo, you know, dude. I just want to give somebody one puss club. Doesn't matter where. Just but that's such a nice alternative. Like, I'll take that I would have preferred day. that than going to prison and like having to call my dad from work and be like, yeah, dad, listen, I'm in Hillbrow, hey? <laughs> what like, are you doing? I was <laughs> trespassing. I, I, yeah. That's a dope ass story, man. So cool hanging out with you, African Ginger. <laughs> so you. much more to come. So much more to come. Yeah, 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 that is Special Affair by the internet. Absolutely love that band. Absolutely love them. Welcome back. You are chilling with the worst guys. We are currently doing a breakfast show in place of Gareth Cliff. And we have an amazing guest, African Ginger. We're talking about all things art, street art, getting caught, trespassing in Constitutional Hill. It's a jam. It's a jam out here, man. I hope you guys are really having a good time. Ria. Yeah. How you feeling, boy? You still with us? Ah, dog. I'm living. I'm yeah, living. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like, like quite fascinated. Uh, you got a lot of uh, tattoos on you. At what point did it become like just for the Hold fuck on. of it, dude? I, um, my mom was always like, I've always wanted tattoos since I was a kid. My mom was like, when you're 18, you'll get a tattoo, bro. So when I turned 18, I got like this tiger, and I was like, yeah. Did it? Did it have any like no like reason? Like none of them. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. my chest. My chest is the only one. <laughs> That's an owl okay. spread out on his chest. We have to we have we have to let our people see that, man. And we also actually we're gonna put up some of your art onto yeah. our Twitter page, so you guys can check African Ginger out on our Twitter page at the underscore worst guys. Just because you guys need to see the kind of art that we but you with love here. color, because eh? not a lot of people in terms yeah. of their tattoos use color. Yeah, you love color. I, I really enjoy colors. It's uh, there's a style called traditional style tattoos, which is like uh, sailor style tattoos, like really original. And man, like, I'm a 
colorful person, you can say, which contrast yeah. might work. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I, I don't think it com- contrast works. I definitely think it complements it when you look at it. Yeah, we definitely need to get this link up for you guys to see. Um, but it's like the yin and yang. You need it, it's the, the balance, like perfect balance. Yeah, because when I when I think of 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 your art and I see you, you are African ginger, right? And you just 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 describe yourself to people because to me I see a colored guy with freckles. How did you even get that I'll, name? Yeah, oh, like, dude, it's crazy. I'm actually naturally I'm a natural ginger. Like I'm a, na- a lot of people are like nah, that's okay. So you, are you colored? Yes. I so your both your parents are colored. Mm, well, yeah. Okay. Parents mixed race. But, mixed race. But All right. Colored. Colored. Okay. Okay. So okay. you know I had orange hair and freckles and people said there was shit splashed in my face and I was like when I got Instagram like two years ago I was like dude I don't know what like. I used to go with like the pseudonym I had called Arcs and I was like, yeah, that's going to be dope. <laughs> and then like, I was just like, nah, African ginger would work well. And the traction I had when I changed my handle to African ginger was like immense, dude. Like, yeah. Like, it blew you up yo, with the plug. Like, mad. So oh, is Twitter wow. where you, I mean, is Instagram where you get the most of your traction? Where, where do you, where are your fans? Where do you, where do you oh, reach? How do you reach your, your fans, people? The man. people who want to see your work. Dude, Instagram, like Instagram, but I, Instagram for me, I feel like I, I feel like I give off this really douchey tendency. <laughs> Doesn't I everybody feel... who's dope on Instagram give off that tendency? I know, man. Right? Dude, like sometimes you get like spammed with like thirty like comments, and you're like, uh, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but then you don't reply to DMs because like there's a lot of DMs, and you're like, ah, oh, dude, it's so, go down in your <laughs> DMs. <laughs> I've never had that phenomenon in my life. Maybe it's, people it's, people don't drop it's, DMs, dude. To me, it's like. overhyped, man. But, like Facebook's really where I post a lot of my stuff, but like yeah. more like to my friends because I feel like Facebook's more personal for me because like yeah. a lot of close friends are on Facebook, so I can share like the. Cringiest memes ever, and like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah. all right, all right. So, now just going back to the artistic yeah. process, um, I, I want to find out from you, are you do, do you feel that you, you have to be enlightened as an artist? Do you no. have to, do you have to know, who, yeah, who you, who you are? Is it, do you, do you, do you follow the, the, the path or do you meditate? Oh, no. Is there some sort of spiritual connection Dude. that you have? In <laughs> it's order craziness, to man. It's craziness. I, I. Before I, I I was like, oh man, you know, I'm woke, bro. I need to be woke, like wise, and I need a. I always thought that I've always needed a sense of balance, and like I needed to find the positivity in my life. But like as an artist, you don't need to know who you are. You don't need to know anything about yourself. You just need really? to know one thing, and one thing only: that I can't live without creating something. I can't live without doodling in that dust. I can't live without painting something or doing something, even if it's not for anybody's gratification, just for yourself. That's what it's all about. It's, it's all about the craft. It's all about the craft, man. Yeah, but dude, you you don't think finding yourself helps in the craft, dude? The best part about being an artist is you find yourself within your craft. Yeah. It's the artist process exactly. that you were talking about. Exactly, exactly. Do you think everybody's an artist? Everybody's an artist. Yeah. Everybody's an artist. Everybody can draw. Everyone's like, wow, you're so talented. No, I'm not talented, dude. I've just been drawing since I was like six years old, dude. Yeah. That's the only difference. And I just stuck to it and became a, a habit. Friends would tell me, dude, we don't want to hang with you anymore. Okay, cool. I'm sad. I'm going to go draw, you know. Girl, like, told me, dude, like, what's wrong with you, bro? I'll go draw. I'm sad. That's, like, my it's my go-to for anything. It's, like, an addiction. It's a it's a bad addiction right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm reveling in it. And I enjoy it. Talking about that, where is the most random place you've ever found yourself doing a drawing? <laughs> 
Wow, most most rap. This is hard because I have a tendency to draw a lot of shit in public. Like if I'm catching the train, especially, I'm always like doodling nonsense. Are you are you yeah. one of those uh, bathroom cubicle uh, artists? For a fuck call zero seven. No, yeah, no. but uh, you said you like drawing noses in public. Do, What's your I obsession do. with okay, okay, noses? It, it was an obsession for a long time. All right. I felt like noses are like because like the thing with any illustration is if you get one small aspect of a facial feature accurate the rest just falls into place bro yeah it's like i was like really obsessed with drawing noses like this girl i'm really into has like the cutest nose ever it's like i'd like wait look- do you have a nose fetish it's not a fetish <laughs> it's not <laughs> sexualized in any aspect. Oh, okay i just need to make sure i just no, need to make I sure i don't like i don't get hard and be like oh, <laughs> that nose that, that left nostril though no, like i really enjoy <laughs> noses from all aspects i'm just like whoa i did just feel like i, I gotta cover my nose you have to tell you <laughs> no okay right i don't know right now i'm really into ears dude like drawing ears is just really interesting it's yeah. fun because like there's so many creases and every ear is so different in comparison yeah. you know okay so how does that how does that how do you get to that point? The, your different phases is just something that comes up, it, or it, it, it comes naturally. I think it's also like a bit of that formal training. Like as an artist, you need to like when you're working on something big, you need to like break it down into smaller increments. And like when you're learning how to draw a face, you should be able to learn how to draw an eye, like off like off the fly. Yeah. So like what I usually do is like I'll I'll look at a model or I'll look at someone on Instagram or a friend, and I will draw small aspects of them, like eyes, like continuously. I'll draw a nose cont- until I can merge those like pieces I've learned into something. To make new. the bigger yeah. picture. It's like continuous growth. It's like always learning something new as you progress. Yeah, that's dope, man. You see, that's the thing for me there, because you you say everybody's an artist, yeah, and uh, I I I can't necessarily draw, but I'm thinking about somebody who's not necessarily in the creative field, mm-hmm. somebody who's a, a accountant, an actuarial scientist. Is there? Do you think it's possible to find art in 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 the definitely, business world, in the corporate? Definitely. That's the thing about life, man. Life is a matter of perspective. If you look at things, I mean, and. I don't know, in the business world, you definitely can look at life from a creative outlook. And you definitely can become an artist within your craft. You know? Yeah, because I think artistry is about truth. And in terms of speaking the truth in your business, in whatever you do, that makes you relatable. That, makes, pe- that makes you valu- valid and valuable. Yeah, completely. But I think, I think it's a bit of an intense topic to speak about, like in the business context and art. Yeah. It's just like, for me, my mind just is not clicking. I'm trying to make sense of it. Like, yes, it is possible. The possibilities are endless in existence. But like... Being a businessman, you definitely can be a creative and you definitely can deal your business in a creative manner. Mm. I think most business people are actually highly creative people. Yeah, yeah, I must agree on that. I must agree. To make- but like numbers themselves, I mean, just, just, just mathematics, that, Dude, that's an art. Yeah, it that is. is an art. That is an art. Figuring out a sum. Granted, I didn't do it much definitely. in high school, maths literacy. <laughs> no, same here, but figuring bro. out a sum is artistic. You know, it's exactly. work it's like that the, leads to a resolution. I think it's the golden circumference. I don't know. I might be wrong, but like, yeah. it's I don't know the golden spiral or something. But like every small aspect of nature, art, beauty, there's this mathematical equation that like really shows what it is. And there's math in everything. Like when you do a sketch, when you do a drawing. Precisely. Like, I know what you're accuracy. talking about. You know, you know what I mean. I think yeah. I might sound really retarded right now. <laughs> I, I, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we're just gonna go into another tune for now and then we'll wrap up with you a little bit later. We'll also have the worst guy, Cypher, that you know is always the best part of our show, as well as the Twitter streets. We'll be checking out what's trending, talking with our boy African Ginger about the local stories and the crazy shit that's always happening, man. Hope you're having a good Wednesday, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We are back On that the airwaves Sorry not sorry oh. By Bryson oh, Tiller oh. Bryson Tiller This new This new uh, Well not new anymore But sing song rap It's really catching Big time bro. These These party next doors Bryson Tillers These trap homies These, these semi Semi trap homies Are really catching Are you a fan of that music? Yeah yeah Like I, I caught on to the wave You know when you're in like Kitcheners And it's stuffy And there's trap It's a Kitcheners is a real trap yeah, house If you ever been to Kitcheners See no no no, no. <laughs> When you're talking about trap I'm not on that wave Oh you're not on the trap wave Now and then There's a, there's a time for everything There's mm. a time for everything mm. I was actually talking to uh, Dave Martin about that When I was at his creep Oh shout out to Dave bro Yeah, yeah, shout out to Dave Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hoping you're gonna have him here back on the show soon. And he was because, uh. At the at the social gathering that we were having, like there was a guy who was saying, "Social AK- gathering." I like yeah. <laughs> that's just like a euphemism for when we were getting fucked up. We were getting so smashed, bro. <laughs> there was this guy that was saying that AK is better than J Cole, uh-huh. you know. And we we just went at him, and he was defend. And the the thing that I love is, is that he didn't shift his opinion due to what others were saying. I love that, you know. <laughs> Yeah. People being able to stick to their decision and not follow the norm, whatever, no, no, no matter, matter what, waver, no matter, waver, you know. But yeah, I mean, like that, just that. I mean, um, thinking that J Cole is better. I mean, is 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 not as good as uh, AK. First and foremost, that's 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 stupid. But carrying on, I mean, uh, Dave was saying there's a time and a place for everything. At that moment in time, we were playing some trap music and it was flowing. It was going. Had we played some deep ass conscious music, it wouldn't necessarily have turned out to be the jump that it was that day. True. You get what I'm saying? So for every situation, it's not that there's bad music and there's good music. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the All right, man, you are here with the worst guys. We are taking you through to nine o'clock this morning, taking the place of Gareth Cliff. Oh man, and it's almost over. Man, this is getting sad. Oh, this is getting sad. But before it ends, before your morning gets boring because we are no longer with you, we are gonna look through the Twitter streets to see what's going on. Um, there's one that's really caught my eye is there's this trend hashtag a hundred heartbreaking lyrics. That is now training in South Africa. Um, one that I'm seeing straight off the top by at Yolanda 12,000. Uh, <laughs> that's a heartbreaking lyric for real, bro. You know? I think the, the one for me would be Iman. Fuck what I said. It don't mean shit now. now. <laughs> like that, that was, that was the one. No, but he was hurting for real, dog. He was, he was so sad, bro. Fuck yeah. what I say. Uh, the, uh, the gifts. Yo, imagine giving Fuck the presents, minus Fuck the one mouth. Have you ever used lyrics to, to, to hit on a girl, to, to charm a girl? I think oh, every, yes. every guy has used song lyrics before, yes. bro. I think I, I, I think I've made reference, but not like not trying to mac <laughs> and have the girl not realize wow. that I'm using. Yeah, she, I'll do it in a way. A song that she doesn't know. <laughs> no, but I, but I think guys out here literally. There was one of my friends who um, got hit on um, with with that Drake and Rihanna song. I hear you go with them soft lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know, know what a mouth. mouth. <laughs> Square root of 69. I mean, that's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, see. With a pop Yo, song like that, yeah, you can't. I, I, I did that once as well. I was chilling at Kitchener's and like I walked past this really pretty chick and I was like, I have been completely unable to maintain any semblance of a relationship on any level. And she was like, 
is that Aesop Rock? And I'm like, yeah. But that's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice, like, link between the two of you. And then yeah. you guys started vibing, I'm sure. Yeah, after that. Yeah. <laughs> you see, so it works. It works. It no, works. but the thing is, there's a difference. Like, yeah. your your angle was more of like, can we find something that we relate if on? You know? If not, then I'm sorry. I just look a fool now. <laughs> I think the other player was just trying to, you know, trying to make it as if it's its own lyrics. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Like, let's say you you if you if you're going with a white girl you must go with a hip hop hip hop track you must choose biggie or tupac uh, it seems to me that you tell us cuz i'm hustling and making money with the fellas, you'll say some shit like that. Uh, confuse her. She can't know if you're making it your own. You she can't know like, what. what? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, using, using song lyrics to get a go. It and wins, bro. I don't know. I, I do. You, can you think of an instance of a specific song that I've ever used? Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You know when you're tra- driving in the car with your lady. And like you've had like a a rough situation, yeah. or like you just had a little bit of a quarrel. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I just yeah. tend to you know <laughs> play, you there. know. And then like Express something, the mood, bro. <laughs> you know, like Neo, you know, like. But you're just so damn sexy ah, when you met, you know, because I'm a moist guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always some. No, I'm not the man I used to be lately. See, you met me at an interesting time. And if my past was any sign of your future, <laughs> Yo. you should be gone before I let you inside. Dog, I'm bars, bro. You go deep, Doug. You see, John Mayer has bars. That's John Mayer has bars. You must use those things to get your girl. Song lyrics oh, work, win, folks. Man. If you if you're they looking win, for man. a way to go, use song lyrics. Okay. Another one that's trending on these Twitter streets is hashtag Radio Two Thousand. All right, they are producing this news. A traffic officer in Gauteng is spending. Oh, this was so long ago. What's going on, Twitter? This was Christmas. But anyway, let me just carry on the story because it's quite funny. A traffic officer in Gauteng spent Christmas behind bars <laughs> after being arrested, uh, arrested for allegedly soliciting a bribe. Um, would you take a Damn. bribe as a police officer? You a know, I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. <laughs> the thing is, once you're in the situation, it's a different ball game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you could say, oh, no, I'll never. If they put the money here... Right in front of you. Yeah. That's the only time you're going to be able to know what decision you're yeah. going to make. Whether it's going to be a morally right situation. <laughs> At that time in your life, you could have not eaten for three days. <laughs> three days. Yeah. But then, yeah. Like, take comment into consideration as well. Like, you yeah. accept the bribe and, yeah, it could be negative. It comes but, back like, to you. It might come back to you harshly, you know. It could just smack you back. Like... Mm- not you having to bribe someone, but just something is going to fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I completely get that. But I don't know. know. I don't know. That's, I just have to <laughs> yeah, be in the situation. Hopefully I never become a traffic cop. That seems like a fucking trash job. Um, anyway, what else is going on? Okay. So we were talking about school and matric and what oh, that shit. does in preparation oh, yeah, for, uh, your university. Um, look, so now there's a trend going on. Hashtag matric results 2016, which is always something that's interesting for the entire country. We're all like, oh, how stupid are we this year? Or how smart are we this year? Uh, you never know. You don't yeah. even never know. Yeah. But I see a tweet here from at itu underscore pacify. It says, your distinctions don't mean anything in varsity. Yo, that's University a humbles that's us a all. <laughs> Preach. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You see, but this is why now our kids are like, oh, 30% matric pass rate. I'm good at that as long as i get my 30 they say these distinctions don't matter so let me just cruise through to varsity. Yo, even in varsity bro you got a 50 you're like hell yeah dude bro. 50 is a distinction in varsity if you get 51 percent, you work too hard dude <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's been training because the matric, matric results are coming out. Apparently, they're going to be announced by Angie Muteka tonight at 6 p.m., yeah, which man. is very, very, very exciting. I want to see. I want to see where our country's going because apparently it's not looking good for us in terms of science and maths. And we should just have schools of art. Yeah, well, I think artists, if South man. Africa was Yo, filled with dude. just art Yo, schools, dude. we would flourish on another level. Artists are actually really insane. Yeah. I mean, like, really I mean, good. Like, like great, amongst dude. amongst the world, we've just had yo, the that, lack of investment. Yo, in that artists. like definitely. I mean, you, like especially now, like you look internationally, and you know, artists are recognizing. But like, you look at how many young people in South Africa want to be artists in comparison to like the states or or the UK. It's mm. it's really it's drastic, man. Like every second, maybe it's because of the social circles I run in. But like every second, like teenager I meet, it's like, yo, I want to be a visual artist, bro. And I'm like, dude, do it, man. Like, yeah, do it, bro. I want to be a musician. You know, how do you make a living? For from your art <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep one. I don't make a living bro like, You're still, you still on bro. the way up Dude it's like crazy man Like I was having This massive conversation With a good friend of mine He's like Seth if you actually Got your shit together dude You could be making Some decent paper Cause I've had some Really good opportunities I have people really Approach me and say Yo dude I'm working on this Do you yeah. wanna do this And I'm like uh, 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 <laughs> I freak out dude I, I, yeah. Like for me It's not about the money man I, 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 okay. I Do you feel like the money pulls away from like the it, actual itself? You know the craft itself. I look at so many illustrators and like they fucking great, dude. And they they so money oriented. I mean, it's I guess it's the city we live in and the, like the society we live in where money means everything. But if, as soon as you sacrifice the art for the arts, like, as soon as you sacrifice art for the papers, it's like what's the point of even doing it? You know, yeah. now you're just being. But you, know, you've got to eat. You've got to eat. This no, is something that uh, I'm, eat. I'm, no, I'm struggling true. with as well because hard, um, uh, there's a quote that Jay Z, somebody who, uh, who really inspires me, and he speaks about the fact that um, people don't just buy into art. People don't accept true artistry. You have to put some McDonald's yeah. on it. That's the <gasps> phrase that he oh, uses. Dude, it's unbelievable. You like, have to put some. Mac- like, yeah, you have. Like to. literally, I, I, I actually did this as a little test. I posted this illustration a while back. Yeah. It was just like um, it was of a, of a guy's face, and I was like, cool. See how that went. Uh, average was like you know average like maybe 250 300 likes yeah then i posted a, an illustration of like feet and water and i put the adidas logo underneath mm-hmm. and that adidas logo illustration like did like 30 percent better got like 400 and something really? likes in comparison to the previous one which is a it's it's the society we live in we're all just consumers and we're just yeah. caught up in this massive web of like buying off brands and like believing that if a brand's put behind something it's 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 trustworthy it's, yeah and that's, I think that's where we have to strike the balance as artists yeah, is that, that holding, holding something inte- integral to, to who you are in the art, as well as making it a, a, applicable or have a social appeal. Yeah, you have to appeal definitely. to the masses, the masses if you want to yeah, eventually definitely. become great. Exactly. Which, there's, there's so many, like I have hundreds of, oh, I had like my laptop got like formatted so I yeah. lost all my work but I had hundreds of illustrations that were unposted Shit. because they were just raw and just filthy and like just uncensored and not safe for work you lost all of your work all because of it, you never like, got formatted you know, I felt like it was a universal nod saying well it's a new leaf it's new chapter new. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that actually happened. Sorry, just a side note. That actually yeah. happened to Kanye West. Eh? <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of uh, notes and record voice notes that he did for uh, the life of Pablo yeah. on his phone. Yes, sis. Uh, I think it was, um, who's this now? 
North. Yeah. Drop that phone in the toilet. Ah, North, you pious. Yeah, and Drake also, he lost a Blackberry with a whole lot of songs that he mentions in, uh, I think it's the Takeover mixtape, as well as, uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean actually lost all of his music in, uh, uh, the, the, uh, what you call Hurricane Katrina, I think. But I think that's a sign that you are about to make better stuff. Forget what you just did. Yeah, Yeah, it's trash. Concentrate on the new art. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fill a cup if a cup's already full, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Bars. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, cool. So now that we're talking about the future and the vision, what is, what is your vision with what you do? Ultimately, tell me, tell me where is your oasis? My oasis. The place where you feel like you can sit, relax, and Produce the art that you want to produce yeah. without thinking about yeah. the money. Yeah. Without, the, and I know you you may not necessarily think about it now, but in terms of you living your comfortable yeah. best life, yeah, and now you just bring it yeah. out. Where where is that place for a designer? I I I, I have no idea. Man, that place for me. I mean, yo, dude. Like when I was like seventeen, eighteen, I was like, I'm gonna be an artist. And I was like twenty, I was like, yeah, man. You know what? I'm still gonna be an artist. And like now, I'm looking back at my life. I'm like, you can't live like this. Eh? Yeah, you have to make a plan. Yeah. So where I see my life in the future, to be honest with you, I'm kind of just taking it day by day, illustration by illustration, and whatever happens, happens. You know, it was. Yeah. You know, it, it goes against my beliefs, but like it's universally predetermined. Yeah. It goes against like. If everything's predetermined, are you a free being? But like, we'll speak about that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Uh, that I'm, is I'm very so much, deep. I'm very much onto that. Too. <laughs> okay, like this is like like literally this girl. I'm really into. We like we speak about this all the time. Like, are you a free being? Is everything you're doing like you know by free will? Are yeah. you actually? I can stand on this table right now and say fuck the universe. I'm like, yeah, I could, but. Was that predetermined? Is yeah. there this massive system or like there's this whole gear system where I, I fit into this one small piece and I, I form this bigger peach, like picture, picture, you know, and I'm like this one piece of string that's in this massive tapestry or am I actually free? Am I actually making myself? Which is like the most existential thing to have a yeah. question about. The free will argument. Exactly. The free will argument it's, is it's probably the biggest yeah. argument. So do you believe in t- determinism? Would you say that everything is predetermined for you or, or there's, there's wow. what you call compatibilism where it is you, you do have free will. Well, mm-hmm. But to some extent. to some extent, so your your conditions yeah. that you were born into, you had no control yeah, over. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. that's the predetermined yeah. aspect of your life. So as a soft compatibilist, you'd say, okay, some of the aspects of my life are predetermined. Yeah, definitely. But the way in the which way I go is ma- yeah. is based upon decisions. Yeah. But this is the problem I have with that argument: is that who you are and your mind that decides to go that particular mm-hmm. direction has obviously then been predetermined. It's, because your 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 placing when yeah. you came here was yeah. undecided by you, yeah. so your choices of where to go yeah. are from the perspective of where you already are. So your choices are limited in 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 one channel. Okay, almost. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that I do believe in determinism. I yeah. think everything yeah. is is fated. Even yeah. if there is free will, you are the person you are, yeah. and you had no choice in that. Okay. Ultimately, you can make yeah. decisions that small decisions that kind of. I like no, to dress okay, this. I so, want to dress so like this. I want to yeah, wear so this. So in essence, like, no matter what you do, you'll always be on the straight path. Not necessarily saying it's straight, even though the choices you make will waver. But you'll always go back to that original. Route yeah, that, that original being that is you without okay, your granted, body. Yeah, granted. yeah. But then, where's the freedom in life? Then that's where's, a good question. Where, where, where is? 
Where is it all then? Maybe, what does it mean? Maybe the freedom is the illusion, the, 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 the illusion that we do that have, have freedom, freedom of choice. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is essentially what life is about, is the ability to change, the ability, yeah, the ability to do. Yeah. If, if, so we, if we were controlled by, by univer- the universe, let's, let's call the universe is G-D. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I don't want to call him God, but yeah, whatever yeah. that thing is, that it's higher power. Deity, yeah. um, so essentially that is... That that idea of us being able to choose is what makes life, life. life. Yeah. Because if we were just going through the motions like yeah. sheep and we didn't have any any idea about what we want to do, we didn't have any choice. We wouldn't be living. We'd just be surviving. Surviving. We'd just be animals. We wouldn't have this special element that makes us human, um, which yeah. is the, which is free will and yeah. the ability to yeah. run. Yeah. Um, so so maybe maybe it's the illusion. That's yeah, that's the the only conclusion that I can definitely. come to is that yeah. the illusion of free will is what makes life life. But who you are is predetermined. It's I think of it the same way I think about love. If you love somebody, mm-hmm. it's impossible for you to 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 identify exactly why this person in particular you love because yeah. there may be peop- many people with the same characteristics yeah, as a person you love but sometimes there's just something with someone where it's just like whoa I'll yeah. I'll never be able to connect with somebody the, the way I connect with, with you that person, yeah. and and what is that you don't choose yeah. that you meet this person somewhere yeah. And all of a sudden, there's this insane connection which Between comes from this person. from yeah. God knows where. Exactly, yeah. Or is it just a series of chemical reactions within the brain that yeah. tells you that I need to reproduce with such a person? Thus yeah, I'm infatuated with this person. But even the concept of love, man, it's such an open. It's all open for interpretation. Like, love is a matter of perspective. Yeah. Know? And yeah. Okay, so you think you think love is? Yeah, open I don't think love can be defined. You know, it's mm. like saying. What is sweet to you? Like, what is sweet to me is a completely, completely different concept to what is sweet to you. you know? Yeah. Right. But yeah, anyways, where I see my life, man. Shit, dude. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see like, tomorrow. I'm just going to do what I need to do and just go with it. I, I, I know. That's so dope, man. It's been so dope chatting <laughs> to Thank you, you guys. African it was, Ginger. It was really fun, man. Some new perspectives, some philosoph- philosophical <laughs> perspectives, <laughs> which I love, I love a lot. Um, so yeah, just tell us what you're up to, where people can catch you, plug oh, yourself yeah. right cool, now cool, cool. before we wrap up. Uh, so. yeah, you can find me on the gram, as the cool kids say, um, <laughs> <laughs> at African underscore ginger. Uh, yeah, and, uh, my, oh, you can check out my really sporadic kind of don't post my dead plant Facebook page called, uh, catfap. Stupid name Cat Fap <laughs> Yo, it was like Actually a spoonerism on Fat Cap Because I was like Yeah, Fat Cap nozzles are cool So I was like Yeah, yeah, yeah And then I was like Cat Fap sounds Cat better Cat Fap, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah It does Yeah, Dope so catch me up uh, Facebook forward slash Cat Fap 13 You know And yeah. that's it, man I'm really reclusive So Alright, right, cool, man Really, really awesome Chatting to you yeah, well, I thank hope you your guys. career Goes fun. super well Maybe thank one day guys. We can break it to Constitutional Hill And do Yo. some skating I'm keen. I'm keen to live on that days. graffiti side of life, man. <laughs> the rebels, the rebels. Uh, Alright, man. That's African Ginger. You've been chilling with the worst guys. We've had such a lovely conversation. Hope you have an amazing Wednesday. We're gonna wrap out with the worst guy cipher. We'll do a couple of tracks. We do a couple. I'm feeling. I'm feeling frisky today. Like I wanna. I wanna create yeah. something. Maybe with a chorus. Oh. Do you wanna, how do you feel in there, by the way? Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna go in? I'll choke the freestyle. I'll try and go. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if you, you want to, just don't worry about it. Don't even uh, think about it. We're just rapping. Okay, cool. We're just rapping. Alright. Alright. Yeah, something.
Okay, 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 okay. Hey yo, I got African ginger in the studio. You know how we do it, bro. We do it all the time on the studio, hot on the airwaves. You niggas better be brave when I release my lyrics. I call it a heat wave, heat wave, taking over South Africa. It's like a massacre. I'm coming for you and your mother and your father. Maybe that's too dark, but in the darkness, I can spark some light into your mind and enlighten you. I might frighten you. Hey, careful, I might just bite you. I won't just bark. Hey, I'm not about to spark some darkness like African ginger Hey, I'm a mister, I'm a mister blister Pop your blister, yes I do it with my fist, sir It's another level that you can't even seem to comprehend in your mind I'm going all the way, all the way, the whole mile The whole mile with a great smile And I got how many seconds left? 79, 79, I'm a mastermind Hey, I'm just like Albert Einstein I do it all the time when I'm working on my grind Yeah, I flow, you hear it how I go I bring the heat, you can beat it on repeat Hey, get out of the kitchen if you can't handle the heat Handle the heat, worse guys, it ain't no surprise You can see it right in front of my eyes I like to mesmerize the ladies with the thick thighs Cause the ladies with the thinny thighs Ain't got no meat, ain't got no meat And I like my protein Cause I need protein to get more muscle I like to hustle I never bustle and tussle Cause I will kill somebody If I had to be in a fist fight tonight It's going down tonight And it's the worst guys on the worst Wednesday I need to go to work today And that is a funny feeling for me Cause I just come from DBN With my lady and her family Hey you see I was chilling by the sea And salt rock, salt rock Oh my gosh I like hip hop I do not like pop I do not like to follow the norm I do not conform I like to be an outlier I am not a liar I'm just on fire appreciate the fact that y'all let me handle that I know, no. no, 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 no. Rip it, Lado, rip it. This is like uh, some five finger <laughs> shit, bro. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going all the way in. Now. All, all the way up. I'ma start this rap, I'ma talk my crap, I'ma do his shit I went to school, I've always been the cool kid Sitting at the back of the class and I always make my people laugh I hate all my teachers, they were all preachers I'm here, I'm just being a creature Maybe I'm gonna get a drink 50 hours of my life, that's so sick I mean, I spent my life in detention I don't even get to the mentions I'm not that cool, I'm just a little old fool And I'm here in the morning, Cliff Central is where I'll be And you can see me, I'm the hottest MC Cause my light is so Bright. I mean, everybody is done with the hype Cause I'm here for the night But I'm not in here in the morning Everybody knows I Like I said, other shows are boring I'm snoring And you should be waking up to the future Yeah, we are the future I wish I could be somebody like me Because I don't need to go to any other places I am nope. the G Cause I am here And I'm always blessed to be with thee Maybe find out what's going on in your soul Be an MC I feel like Kim Kardashian should be my baby Kanye West is the hero But he's not the president like me I'm a leader 
and you can fear and you will never be free until I am in power and you will all cower. I'm like ghost, I'm doing the most. I'm selling cocaine, Pablo Escobar, and I'm always at the bar. Give me vodka, a double, you know, make it whiskey. And later I'm feeling frisky. Maybe we can go and watch some Disney. Chelsea, the people that I'm watching and everybody flopping and I'm never stopping because rapping is too easy for me. Welcome to Lizzo. Listen to me when I say I've got 80 seconds today, but my flows will never stop. They always go. Everybody knows how to get on the show. Hit me up on the WhatsApp. You know that I don't take crap. Oh, we know conversate with the fake. I know know that you can't relate, but anyway, I'm gonna take a break. I'm so tired, so wide. Everybody knows you cannot be denied when you are the star. Star boy, it's almost the weekend. I'm gonna bend this chick right over, and I know she gon' come over. Everybody wanna see me drive that rover. Feeling young, I'm feeling strong. Everybody like that bong. I light it up, I hear the smoke, and everybody know I don't Get a choker in your room, I mean, I'll be that prophet of doom. I'll spit that spray in your face and you will believe everything that I have to say. Hear me today, this is so easy, look at me. They stressing me about time, but I don't give a fuck. This is my show, this is my time. Let me get out my lines. I mean, I'm not taking no rails, but this beat is going away. And I had so much fun. Today, <laughs> never forget, never right, forget, right, never right, forget. Right. Yo, you're chilling with the worst, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. We are out. Cliffcentral.com.